Welcome back to Dial H for Heroclix. This is episode 237. I'm your host, Chris Britton, so let's go. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me again in the studio this week is not my sexy ranch hand, Calder Ness. He bailed on all of us. He's he's no longer here. He's probably playing with some cows or something. I'm not really sure. He'll be on probably next episode. But I am really lucky to have a reoccurring, a returning gentleman that has been on the podcast a couple times welcome back chris kurtz hey what's up i was getting ready to say howdy well no i can't do that because i don't like cows that much mm, only calder does <laughs> all right yeah. so this is probably going to be a bit of a shorter episode i'm just going to be a little bit transparent about that i currently have a temperature and i feel horrible so we're going to expedite this process a little bit but i wanted to make sure and get something out for everybody out there, uh, all of our people that do have their heroic ranks, and then just everybody else as well, to make sure that you get your uh, weekly dose of Dial H. So, should let you know that we at Dial H likes to bring you up-to-date information about the game of Heroclix and other nerd-related content, but we like to start off with what made us happy this week. So, Chris, what made you happy? I finished my class today. So today was finals week. Uh, and I only have four classes for my bachelor's degree. So in 25 weeks, I will be a graduate with a piece of paper that says I'm special. And a bunch of college debt. I, you know what? I've actually done pretty well about minimizing the debt with things like uh, Amazon and Chegg and other places to get books. And Nice. Uh, so no, not I'm not terribly in debt. Well, that's fantastic. Let me dry, dial it back a little bit and say congratulations. That is a really big accomplishment in a lot of people's lives. So good job, man. Yeah, not bad for an old guy. <laughs> I, I am waiting for my bachelor's degree to come in handy any day now. I'll let you know when that uh, rears its head. But <laughs> until then, I'm here with you fine people. Uh, what made me happy this week is going to be uh, two things. One is in the new section, but let's talk about how Runaways dropped on – Hulu, I'm a huge fan of uh, the TV show now. Have you seen it? Uh, we, uh, I don't have Hulu, but we were over at a buddy's house for like a Christmas party kind of thing, which is probably what Calder's doing right now. But um, we did watch the first episode, and I've, I've read the books. Huge Runaways fan. Uh, I was actually pulling out an Iron Lad piece for my buddy Dustin to borrow tomorrow because he's running uh, Runaways. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a Runaways fan. Right on. Well, unlike the first season, which they dropped one episode a week for however many episodes, they dropped the whole season this week, which is awesome. So Jaylene is actually a even bigger fan. Uh, I don't. I asked her last night. I was like, "Why do you like the Runaways so much?" She's like, "I just like all of their personalities." So I, I'm sure. Why not? So uh, we're watching that. We're in full swing. Uh, what did not make me happy this week is. And what has con consistently been not making me happy is uh, I've mentioned multiple times on the podcast that I have MoviePass. Well, they keep changing how MoviePass works. So it used to be you could watch like one movie every day, the whole forever. Uh, it had to be a different movie than a movie you'd seen before, but you could just basically watch everything in the theater as it came out. 
Then they changed it, and then you could only see three movies a month, which really wasn't that bad, but it did make me pick and choose a little bit more. And then this week, they changed it again so that a lot of theaters, namely the theater that I go to all the time, no longer supports MoviePass. So now it's only in a handful of theaters in the Indianapolis area, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm not going to be able to see Aquaman, which I really wanted to see. So, uh, sad face? You know that Aquaman's a DC movie, right? Yeah, I am well aware. But, I'm, I mean, I've mentioned on the podcast <laughs> before, it does look really good. I've heard a lot of really good things online. And even though it is a DC movie, I'm willing to give it, you know, I'm getting an honest effort, a chance, and see if it's any good. There are some DC things that I do enjoy from time to time. But unfortunately, I'm not going to get to see Aquaman with the movie pass, which I already paid for. So I guess I'm just going to have to go pay regular pricing, which sucks. My uh, my wife did that. She had a similar thing with like Starbucks where she bought this cup and like uh, a mug, refillable thing from Starbucks. And this was a number of years ago. And the first year she could go in there and it was like 80 bucks, but she could go in there every day for the month of January and get like – a cappuccino, espresso, caramel latte, whatever she gets, right? Yeah. Um, and she could go to different, like, go before work to one, go to after work to a different one. So she, you know, like, really maxed out the value on it. Sure. And then, and then the next year they were like, yeah, you can do this. And she's like, so she gets it again. And they're like, nope, you can only get black coffee. And we're like, yeah, they, they, they bait and switch you. They, yeah. They pull you in with this fantastic thing, which I really did believe that the movie pass was this amazing thing, and then they just dial it back little by little. And I've gotten to the point, and I'm not the only one because I keep seeing articles about it, that I'm going to cancel my movie pass. You know, talking about Aquaman, though, I, I think I need to put the picture up of Aquaman where it, basically the caption is, and this guy got his own movie as he's fighting like the little plastic things from a six pack. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it'll be on cool. it'll be on Twitter, Twitter fans. You'll see it. He he is not <laughs> as cool as Namor, but uh, if you're a huge fan of Aquaman over Namor, come fight me on Twitter. I'll 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 argue with you. But that that was my week. Uh, let's move on to the news section. That I, I don't know why I keep doing that. It's probably because I'm because that song is cool. That song is cool. <laughs> I am so fake right now. Like, I feel like garbage, but I got to keep the, the energy up. You know what I mean? You got to keep that hype up because this actually really did make me happy this week. We covered information about this when it originally dropped. Had not heard a peep about it until now. Just a few days ago, the 2019 Hellboy movie trailer dropped. What do you think about it? And then I'll tell you my opinion. Um, I really, really like it. Um, we, so I, how I, how I know Hellboy was from, uh, playing versus system in the old upper duck game. Um, and I seen that Ian McSwain is going to be playing, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Help me out. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you think I would have come a little <laughs> bit more prepared. <laughs> you keep going. I'll see if I can IMDB this real quick. Yeah. But, um, uh, I'm already there, so just so you know. <laughs> um, but that's how I knew. That's how I knew BPRD and and Hellboy and all that was from playing Versus System. They created like its own little standalone box set, um, and it was really really good. So uh, some of the cards were real, were you know fantastic. So Professor Bretonholm is who he's playing. Ian right McSwain. 
from um, uh, the great show Deadwood. So. so my first interaction with, with uh, Hellboy at all was actually in the original indie set, or the only indie set, and I was like, who is this demon guy? I did manage to get my hands on probably about like eight of the collected graphic novels, and I fell in love with Mike Mignola's writing. And if you didn't know this about uh, the creator, uh, writer, and he's the artist, that's what you need to know, is he's one of the very few people out there that does the whole shebang, basically. I think he doesn't color, but he does like the penciling and... And everything else, but the thing about Deadpool or Deadpool about Hellboy is that uh, in the comics a lot he's very silent, and the way right the way that Mike Mignola writes Hellboy is that there'll be no joke there'll be like four pa- four words on an entire page, and he does such a good job of telling you a story without actually giving you something to read because the art even though it's really weird you can decipher very easily it makes a really easy for you to just be like i totally know what's going on so you can fly through hellboy comics really quickly and it's just always these really really weird paranormal uh stories with they they bring in a lot of mythology and stuff like that i always thought was really interesting and then the movie came out the original movie with uh, ron perlman and i loved it so much the second one that one was (laughs) that was not as good as the first one but i really loved the first one i really loved rasputin yeah, no, I uh, I like because they have some like Nazi little undertones and stuff to kind of uh, Indiana Jones ish, I guess is the way it feels like to me. Yeah. So, um, you know, do you, know, you say that? That's one of the reasons why I think I'm so pumped for Aquaman because I mentioned this before, is that I think that this movie has some of those Indiana Jones undertones when they're like searching for the trident and stuff. Once again, haven't seen it, just basing my opinion off of the trailers that I've seen. That's what it looked like to me, so that's why I was pumped about that. But that's how Hellboy always has been, too, because he's always searching for, like, ancient artifacts and magical items, and it's just so cool. So um, as far as the trailer for this movie goes, the only thing that I didn't really like is it seems very comedic, and I like my Hellboy to be a little bit darker. I mean, he is a literal demon. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, with, with like Thor Ragnarok and Deadpool movies doing so well, and I, I think that's the kind of tone that they're like, hey, it's, you know, it makes money, you know, the next thing he's going to be a vampire in Twinkles, you know what I mean, just to cash in on it. But mm, My favorite kind of vampire, the kind that twinkle. Yes. Yes. Hey, you know what's really funny on a completely different uh, note, though? I, I did pull up IMDb to go in and type Hellboy. And I realized my last search in IMDb was Ghost Dad. <laughs> it's, it's the same same thing, right? It's basically the same movie. That's all I'm saying. It's uh, pretty sure it's going to be like just ripped right from whenever that movie came out in probably like the 90s. Okay, you know, well, we, on, a, on a hero clicks note with 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 Hellboy, the original set, the original indie set with um, oh Judge Dredd and all those guys. Man, those guys had some insane attack values and stuff like that. That was a pretty fun set. They so, really not- did. In in a very small way, you can almost play with some of, not very many, but some of those figures. Even Judge Dredd, honestly, he's got like, if I remember this correctly, he's got 8 range, double bolt, end cap, 11 attack, running shot with 8 speed. So you can, eight, you can like, he's a little overcosted now, but, I mean, you can end cap two people from 8 squares away with Judge Dredd. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, some of those older pieces, because, like, my buddy was trying to play some Street Fighter pieces last week, 
And I was just like, man, look at that 15D rocking it. It's like, man. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. That's a thing for sure. Which is why I've said in the past, if you want to play some of those older hero clicks, you have to make up special rules, and your opponent has to agree to those special rules in order for it to be even kind of usable. My favorite is just give them a static 17 defense if it drops any lower than 17, the whole dial. So even if it does say like 12, it's 17. It makes them a little bit more viable, uh, but you're going to obviously have to get your opponent to agree to do that, but that's just for funsies. Yeah. Uh, I doubt we will ever get another uh, Hellboy hero click, which is super sad, but fortunately we did get three different sculpts for Hellboy, uh, two of which came in the indie set proper. The last one came in a, I believe it was a cross-compatible hero clicks, horror clicks uh, set where he's carrying around a sword, which is really sweet. Uh, the unique from that set had the, the demon horns, which were also really sweet. So makes me want to play with them again, mostly for just the nostalgia purposes. But I am pretty anxious to see this movie, even if it does, you know, it looks pretty silly. Have some fun with it. Have some fun with it. Yeah. Okay, you want to talk about actual Heroclix related news for a second? Let's do that. I like Heroclix. <laughs> yeah, that might be why we're here, actually. There was a new set that dropped. This set, or the, the information about the set dropped. It's not actually dropped yet. Release date, June of 2019. So just wait another six months, five months, whatever. Uh, MSRP is going to be 129 dollars and 90 cents but chris what's the name of the set because i never get onto social media it is called, uh, oh. it is called marvel hero clicks avengers black panther and the illuminati booster brick i forgot your name was chris super like, oh he's talking oh he's in third person my fault <laughs> yeah my bad yeah that's the weird thing when we're on the same podcast <laughs> together Okay, so legitimately, the only thing that probably makes me more happy than this idea of this set is this. Oh, my God! Woo! Listen to that horn! I love Train Guy, but seriously, this set's pretty, <laughs> pretty legit. So it reads as such, The Illuminati originated as the world's most powerful think tank, operating in secret and representing the interests of all superhuman communities. They have collaborated and dealt with many threats to the world, including alien wars. They're talking about scrolls. Uh, cosmic forces. Also talking about scrolls there, too, somewhat. And some of the most powerful weapons in the universe. Talking about Hulk. the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, eventually, the Illuminati found themselves in possession of the Infinity Gems and split them among themselves for safekeeping. The five-figure booster release features many fan-favorite sub-themes like the Avengers, which is my favorite. You guys know this. Wakanda, which makes sense. It's a Black Panther-centric set. Uh, the Cabal. I'll get into them in a second. Elders of the Universe, the Illuminati, as well as brand new equipment objects like the Cosmic Cube, which is fantastic because the last one was garbage. Uh, Infinity Gems and the Infinity Gauntlet. They're remaking the Infinity Gauntlet and the Gems, which <laughs> sucks for me because I finally just got my Infinity Gauntlet this year. But whatever. Uh, I'm still going to play with it. It doesn't matter. Existing and new Heroclix fans will look forward to new figures and objects to power up their collection in addition to never-before-clicked characters like the Astronomer, Challenger, Etri, Enigma, Everett K. Ross, Kobik, Okoye, 
Rune, and more. Some of these I honestly do not know. Uh, real quick, Enigma is an Avenger. She also goes by the name Pod. Uh, they've never made her, which is really exciting for me because it fills out a very specific part of the Avenger storyline where I wanted to run the whole team, but she's one of the only ones that they didn't make. Everett Ross, uh, you've seen him in like the uh, Civil War movie. He's basically a guy with no powers. Kovic is a sentient cosmic cube, a literal cosmic cube that gained self-awareness. Really interesting and led to the whole uh, Hydra cap storyline. You guys know Okoye from the Black Panther movie. Uh, so this is pretty interesting. I'm, I'm really glad that they're filling out the Wakanda keyword. Why, you don't want to play a man-ape forever? Uh, I mean, I'm not opposed to playing man-ape. But there are a lot of cool Wakandan figures that you can make. There's so many, like, uh, generic Wakandans that you can make, like more Wakandan soldiers, Wakandan scientists, Wakanda citizens, stuff like that, that you could just fill out, like, an actual city. I want, I want like, a five-point equivalent of the thug or the suited henchman. That's what I meant. Suited henchman, but for Black Panther – that just does something really dumb. It's only five points, and you can fill out an entire team with them. That sounds fun to me. So when they mentioned the Elders of the Universe, I was really disappointed they didn't list the Gardener from one of the Elders of the Universe. Oh, yeah. So if you don't know, the Elders of the Universe were the ones that were holding on to the Infinity Stones before Thanos acquired the Infinity Stones in the Infinity Gauntlet storyline proper. They have some of the weirdest... Like, I feel like some of these characters were just made up for the Infinity Gauntlet storyline, but I'm not really sure because I didn't read a lot of comics during that era. That was like, way before I was born. Uh, but you had like the in-betweener and the gardener, yeah. and you had uh, – what was the, the speed guy? Oh. I don't remember. Oh, the Grandmaster I'm pretty sure is one of them. Grandmaster, controller. Uh, yeah, so those guys. Uh, we have seen some of them in the MCU already. So that's interesting. This is clearly playing off of the MCU. Uh, so as big as the Black Panther movie was, all of this stuff falls really heavily into the MCU with a few little exceptions like Eitri, um, I think. I think he's like a, a dwarf or something. I, I don't know if we – maybe we saw him. Did we see him? Did he make – that was the that was the guy that made the um, Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's Tyrion. <laughs> yeah, Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. What so, do you What do you think about the Illuminati? Uh, do you think we're going to get Reed Richards to have the complete Illuminati, or is oh, it going to be yeah, absolutely not? So, real quick, let's go through the few members of the Illuminati that could slash probably will, with the exception of a couple, be made: uh, Black Bolt, Captain America, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Medusa, Namor. Now, Namor kind of fits in two different places here, so I think he'll be made. He was also the Cabal. So he's on both sides. I feel like they'll make a piece of both of the keywords. Professor X, Beast, Black Bolt, again. All right? And I don't really want to ruin too much because I don't know how much into the storyline they're going to get into this in case you haven't read it. But really, if you haven't read The Illuminati, The Secret Invasion, World War Hulk, and stuff like that, then shame on you. Black Panther, Captain Britain, Amadeus Cho, Doc Green, which is the Hulk, Mr. Fantastic, and Yellow Jacket, Hank Pym. So ones that are definitely going to be made, I assume, uh, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Black Bolts, Namor. I, I would probably expect to see a Beast, definitely. Obviously, Black Panther, duh. Captain Britain, 
yeah, probably. I doubt we will get an Amadeus Cho. Um, we have gotten multiple like World War Hulks recently, and I just don't think that we're probably going to get another one because the Illuminati were the ones directly responsible for creating the storyline World War Hulk. Uh, and a Hank Pym? I don't know. You know, Honestly, I don't know if they'll, they'll put that one in there. So, but I'm pretty sure Namor will be, will be in there for sure. Uh, we we will definitely not get a mis, uh, Mr. Fantastic, though. Namor, uh, Iron Man and Namor in the comic book had my favorite, because everybody tries to tell me, like, Submariner's not a good character, he's, he's terrible, and I'm just like, man. So uh, him and Tony Stark are going back and forth because he doesn't agree with Tony Stark, and so he goes, uh, well, you guys, we're all warriors here. And he's like, no, you're a warrior, I'm a king. We're not a king up here, you're not underwater. So he punches Tony Stark in the face and then drags him underneath the water and rips his helmet off. And that was like my favorite part of the Illuminati comic book. Yeah. Uh, seriously, Namor, he, he's like honey badger, man. He just does what he wants whenever he wants to. So, and also if you, if you're arguing with someone and they're still calling him the Submariner, all right, they're clearly working off of outdated information. He has not been called that really for like (laughs) how many decades now? Well, and, and, and like uh, it's it's kind of like you know like Black Bolt. People don't realize how powerful Black Bolt really is, but that dude's a beast, you know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't know if we're gonna get the, any more of the Inhumans, which I think is interesting. We're getting them in Earth X, but I doubt we'll get any more of them in in this actual set. However, I do suspect Scrolls being in the set. I just I just like the Scroll team ability. Oh, really? Which is basically an additional shape change. Yeah, yeah. Because I like I like running the old chases, the uh, like the scroll Captain America, scroll Wolverine, the scroll Spider Man, um, because they've all got a combination of either shape change, super senses, both, and the scroll team ability. Gotcha. Uh, they're they're annoyingly fun. Okay, so uh, let's move over to the Cabal because they are really the antithesis of the Illuminati. They are called the Dark Illuminati. We are definitely not getting some of these characters as well, but here are the former members. Uh, Norman Osborn, the White Queen, Namor, Doctor Doom, Loki, the Hood, and Taskmaster. So probably not getting Doctor Doom, which is very disappointing. Taskmaster's not going to be bad. I, I, I like that character. Oh, you know, He's I fun. love Taskmaster, but uh, out of this grouping, my absolute favorite one is the Hood. I love Parker Robbins. I think he is so cool, and his powers when they really, like when they introduced him in the comics, he was so new and so fresh. And you're like, oh man, this is because he's so bad. He was so bad at being a good criminal, and then all of a sudden he gets the, this hood and magical powers and stuff. And then he goes from this nothing, this no name, to something so something that really needs to be feared to the point where he gets brought into the cabal. He is chosen to be in this cabal because you don't get to sit at this table if you're a no-name. So he goes from nothing to super powerful. On top of that, during what was called the Dark Reign period of the comics, he was running the what's called the Hoods Gang, which I wish they would make into a uh, an actual keyword. I don't know if they ever will, and I've been collecting the pieces over the years, and I've actually had people that w- were interested in reading the comics, and they're like, oh, you're running a hood? You want to run a Hoods Gang theme team? And I was like, well, it's not a theme team because it doesn't have the keywords. But the, some of them are like, 
Well, I mean, that is like directly ripped from the storyline. This is clearly a flavor win. I mean, I've had people that have agreed to let me consider it a theme team for that game because they're like, oh man, this is this is good stuff. But I don't know. I don't think that we're just we're not going to get a doom, which seems incomplete. And because of that, I just feel like I'm going to precursorly say that this is like a downstairs mix-up because we're missing doom. We're missing Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, and then that's the thing. No, I, I actually the uh, the Secret Invasion storyline. So my uh, my older kids found my comic books right when Civil War came out, and so they were like, "Hey, can we get some more?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I have a job. Let's do this." And so the Secret Invasion was one of the because I was just you know organizing comics earlier today, and I was just like, "Hey, I should go back and read some of this good stuff." Oh, there's some amazing things in there. And also during this time period, because the Dark Reign storyline really – it wasn't a storyline. It was just an era of Marvel Comics. It encompassed a lot of things, including the Dark Avengers. I don't know if they're going to bring back that keyword. I feel like if they were going to, they would have mentioned it in the solicit, and it's nowhere to be found. I thought – I'm double-checking right now. I thought that uh, like Goblin King had it. Uh, Goblin King, yeah. Yeah, I think so, but before that, I don't remember the last time Dark Avengers was used as a keyword. Was it Civil War, maybe? I don't, I don't remember. It's been a while. Yeah, because I, I remember I was trying to make it. I was going to make a Dark Avengers theme team just to not be that guy. I guess you're playing Goblin King, you're going to be that guy. So, I mean, if you're filling out a flavor team and you're still using him. Goblin King, it makes it a little bit better because a lot of those other Dark Avengers, they don't hold up anymore. So you're playing with, like, one meta piece and a bunch of garbage. It, well, let's it see. It cancels each other out. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Goblin King, Loki, the Chase Loki from yeah. The Mighty Thor had it. Uh, Century, Ragnarok from Oh, see, Civil Flavor War. Fail then. Flavor Fail. He was a woman in the comics when he was in the, uh, the Cabal. Yeah, Ares. But then you got to go back to like U.S. Agent and Moonstone, Trickshot. Oh, I love Trickshot. Too bad he's 100. <laughs> we were talking about the other day. It's like 104 points, 169. Like, man, the old point schedule or like point totals used to just make me mad. <laughs> I, they were just arbitrary numbers added to Heroclix. There was, there has never been a points formula in this game. I promise you that. There's not. So they just picked random numbers that they're like, yeah, that's probably about right, and just threw it on hero clicks. Yeah, that is the only good thing. We're, we're starting to use some equipment now in in our in our group. Uh, it's being allowed sometimes, and so that way you can kind of play these older pieces with weirdo numbers and still come up to an even number for your build. It's just fortunate. <laughs> I just play hero clicks so fast and loose. Sometimes some people are like. Hey, this team adds up to 406 points. Do you care? Nope. Let's go. Because we can sit there and we can argue about those six points, or you can spend more time trying to find pieces to replace pieces, or we can just play the game, and those six points are not going to matter to me. Yeah. I mean, no, they they don't. But, I mean, well, and actually, like, it's just easier now. Like, I'm I'm glad everything's like a five or a zero pretty much, except for, like, the random 33-point outrider or something like that. Yeah, um, I agree. Well, that, at the end of the game, kind of it's purpose, just... you know, they they want you to put three on a team without adding equipment to it. Because why would you put like an infinity gem on on outriders? You know what I mean? Like those yeah. those don't belong. It, it would be a flavor fail to do that. I, I, 
Sometimes I think WizKids cares about flavor, and then other times they really don't. Because sometimes I'm like, wow, man, they really put a lot into this uh, flavor text on these characters. And then other times, like, Super Strength is named Super Strength on cards. And you're like, huh, well done, WizKids. Yeah, you don't want to call it Ate My Wheaties or, you know, <laughs> Chowing Down on Spinach. All right, let's look at the breakdown of the set real quick and move on. Uh, 17 commons, 17 uncommons, 17 rares, 16 super rares, all of which have one prime. So primes still sticking around. For a while, we thought that they were going to be gone, but they didn't disappear. Six chases. I am very anxious to see what that theme is going to be. One ultra chase. God, I hope it's Koi Boy. It's got to be Reed Richards. No. <laughs> he's, he's the ultra. You're never going to find him. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what if WizKids is like, yeah, there's an ultra chase in this set. We're not going to tell you what it is, and people just have to find it. There's not an ultra chase in this set. They're, just, they're, they're trolling their own community. But like, people, I spent $7,000 trying to find an ultra chase, and WizKids is like, ha, suckers. That's what I feel. is kind of, <laughs> That could happen. I don't know. I think is the chases are going to be the Illuminati. I think the chases are going to be the Illuminati. That's my... Why? Why? You name the set, the Black Panther and the Illuminati, and you're going to make the chases the Illuminati? You're absolutely right. Why? Because it'll make me mad. You're absolutely right. Okay, last thing about it is 11 equipment objects. That's legit, all right? <laughs> I love when they add more objects into this game, especially the fact that they are replacing a lot of the old relics is that what they're called god it's been so long yeah <laughs> okay so out of the 11 let's be honest six of them are the infinity stones so you already know what six of the 11 are i don't know what the other five could be well one's the gauntlet you think it'll be its own object get cool it says infinity gems and the infinity gauntlet and the cosmic cube okay well so... the cosmic cube all right so if the infinity gauntlet and the cosmic cube are right there that puts up to a grand total of eight and we have three Missing objects. We're going to fill those in with a community question here in just a minute. So you just wait just a second. We got this one covered. That is a good idea. So I think we've sufficiently covered that. I'm pretty excited, though. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a Marvel guy. So um, the more Marvel I get, the less Batman team ability I run across. So it's good for me. All right, fair enough. And then also, I just know that there are a bunch of DC fans out there like, you guys always get sets. I don't know why DC hates you. I've been asking that for years, okay? Because they keep giving you the same regurgitated storylines, and you guys keep eating them up, and you're like, oh, God, I love DC so much. So I ask that question all the time. I don't know. Uh, so I guess, Well, to go back to the versus first? system game, the versus system game did the same kind of stuff. They didn't – you'd go like two Marvel sets, a DC set, two Marvel sets, a DC set, which I know we get more than that. Um you know, and then there was one other thing I was going to add real quick is I know you mentioned just a second ago that it's not going to be out till June. And we've heard about another one that's coming out in February, I believe. At yep. least WizKids is not hitting us every month with a set. So Agreed. Agreed. we should be they might have listened. Maybe. Maybe they just got bored of making sets They're like this is too much. They're not bored, but lazy. Yeah, Whatever. Hey, yeah. you know what's uh, DC and Marvel? The Underworld team ability. And guess what we got the other day? Apparently, of all of the things that they could be changing in the game of Heroclix and fixing, apparently it's very important that 
WizKids changes the Underworld team ability logo. Uh, WizKids put out a thing on the win system or whatever it's called because not really many people go there anyway. Uh, it says, hey, Heroclix fans, starting in the Marvel Heroclix Earth X set, there will be an updated logo for the Underworld team ability. It will work exactly the same as the Underworld team ability currently does. We'll have rules for how it interacts with the current symbol soon. We hope you enjoy this new logo. It is Brass Knuckles. That's the logo. And here where I where I live, that is one of the few things that you can carry on your person and get arrested for. So, but I I was like I was trying to pull it up. I was like, what what was it like a bow tie looking thing? <laughs> like, uh, like it the, is it's a domino mask. Is it a domino mask? Yeah, okay. kind of mask it little like cat burglars wear in cartoons and stuff. I okay. thought it was always kind of dumb. I kind of like the brass knuckles a little bit more, but in the grand scheme of the game of Heroclix, this is definitely one of the least sought-after changes. Like, There's probably like a bunch of meta players sitting around going, God, you know what? I love this game so much, but I could really, really use a new Underworld team ability logo. That will drastically increase sales and really change my outlook on this game's future. Well, you know, they're they're then we're holding out for the Morlock team ability. I bet you they changed the Morlock team ability icon as well. <laughs> Morlock meta 2019. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> all right, that is all that we have in the news section. Uh, let us know how you feel about the upcoming set. Uh, let us know how you feel about the change of the Underworld team ability logo, and how useful that was for the community. But let's move on. Uh, Dialates works off the value-for-value value model. Our goal is to entertain you guys and gals. So if you feel that we give you value in your life, consider showing us your love and leveling up your heroic rank so you can earn your heroic titles like Citizen, Vigilante, and Protagonist. Heroic rank level-ups occur the first episode of every month or as you donate via PayPal. And don't forget that your names and titles appear in the show notes for the months you contribute to the community as you are producers of the podcast. And we love you. Uh, past that, I think uh, I think I'm ready for community. You? Oh, definitely. All right. There are dozens of us. Dozens. If you are a new listener, which I get little notifications on Podbean that we get new listeners. First of all, welcome. This is your first community section. Welcome. On Tuesdays, we put a community Tuesday question up on Facebook and on Twitter. And if you guys feel like jumping on and answer those questions, we like to I don't know just shoot the crap with you guys and, and jump all over that. Community Tuesday's question this week was, which powerful and popular Marvel equipment objects are you most anxious for in the upcoming Earth X set? I think I have more answers on the Twitter. Hashtag Twitter Army. Thank you guys for showing up. Uh, so I'm going to start over here with Superhero, the ruffian, little plastic superheroes who just got in a last-minute answer, by the way. Like 31 minutes ago he answered this, so... Well done. Never read EarthX, so I don't know what was used. <laughs> I would like to see Captain Marvel's negabands giving characters phasing, teleport, and pulse wave. Uh, Captain Marvel, I don't think, was in EarthX, so that's fine. You should read it, though. It's good stuff. Let's uh, jump over to the – what's the other one? Facebook, yeah. So Peter Zachary, he would like to see uh, artifacts in reference to the Doctor Strange movie, The Staff of the Living Tribunal – and yes, it could cost 15 points, give giant reach, modified uh, versions of... Sorry, hold on. It's a little blurry for me to read. I'm sorry, guys. 
I sent a carrier up. pigeon with a, like a, a picture that was taken 12 feet away from the screen to Chris's house. That's what he got delivered, and that's the <laughs> only thing he can read. So just so you guys know. Cloak of Levitation, which would be six points off her flight. Uh, once per turn, roll a D6, and on a five or six, the attack misses. So kind of like a super census kind of thing. Um, Hawkeye's bow, give us some trick arrows with like four charges. All of them are objects that can be destroyed, and the points are scored. I like Hawkeye's bow. I think that's a good one. You can use it like with green arrow as well, too, maybe. You know, I dig that. I, I love that idea. I'm surprised that they haven't made it before now, honestly. Give me some Hawkeye. And also put nine range on it, because why not? Because it's Hawkeye. It's not like he has any powers. Okay, sometimes he has powers in the comics. That's inaccurate. But most of the time he doesn't have any powers. <laughs> is, is he still deaf? That's what I want to know. Uh, last time I checked, which was the map fraction run, yes. No, that's no. He was still deaf afterwards. So, in the lead up to uh, Hydra Cap, I'm pretty sure he was still deaf in there. But that was like 2017, and I'm really behind. So I don't know if he's deaf anymore. Fair. All right, jumping back over to Twitter, we have an answer from Citizen Tiemu. It's our man in Finland. He said, "Redo the Nova helmet for how modern equipment works." Off the top of my head. Maybe Eye of Agamotto to go with Clea, Sorcerer, Sorceress Supreme. Agreed. Those would be really good additions. Okay, from Phil McCracken, who must be related to Pat McCrotch, uh, Lockjaw's Antenna. I, you know, we, we were thinking about, I bet you, like, we just need to go back and watch old episodes of The Symptoms where he's calling the bar um, to get more names. But yeah. uh, Lockjaw's Antenna. Give phasing and teleport and the carry ability. That would be neat. Uh, allow carry characters. The ability to do actions afterwards would be super sweet and wishful thinking. Uh, I remember there was a Wonder Woman in the Fast Forces that, like, an older Fast Forces with the Justice League where she could be carried into actions. Yeah. And she's, she's kind of hot, so yeah, that's wishful thinking. But they could just adjust it with the magic point cost module that we were just talking about. And it'd be, it'd be, it'd be fine. Well, I'm definitely sure that they're working on that right after they get the team ability changed for Underworld. So right after that, they're jumping on that. So don't worry, guys. Uh, we have an answer from, let's see, Citizen Ben Jones. It's our man in Australia. Uh, it's weird that you, by the way, Chris, that you read that because I have almost the exact same answer. The object I would like to see most is Lockjaw's Antenna. Phasing Teleport, Passenger 4. Once per game, can use Phasing Teleport as a free action. Other objects, Cerebro, Caps Shield, Excalibur, yes, please, like, holy crap. And the ultimate nullifier. I think, like, a couple episodes ago, we were talking about what the ultimate nullifier would do in this game if it were made. Still don't know what it would do. Uh, I, your guess is as good as mine. He did link a really sweet picture of, it is Reed Richards in Doom's uh, outfit from the Earth-X storyline holding Lockjaw's antenna. Uh, you should read that, guys. If I don't drill it home enough, <laughs> you guys need to read this. Uh, Brian Poling, I want Cap Shield. Give it a ESD and protect it out with Impulse Wave and Involm uh, against ranged attacks. Like, we didn't, at least we didn't give it that pink power. That's all it doesn't need. Mm. Mm. Yes, indeed. Uh, we have an answer from protagonist Michael Miller. Said, I don't know much about EarthX. I did just find out in June they are releasing an Illuminati set in June. And it may include the Infinity Gauntlet. Spoiler, it does, Michael Miller. Uh, I love that gauntlet and will accept it in any form. So that's legit. Tyler Murin, anything related to Sela and Doctor, or Doctor Strange? Sela? Uh, 
Clea, I think he Clea. He tied yeah, yeah, yeah. My fault. Well, I think I or it's my hooked on phonics just, you know, messing me up. It or Doctor good. Strange. It done good for you. I can read really good and I can sped red. <laughs> sped Tell you what. You need that to get if you can't sped red, you're not gonna get your bachelor's, man. I can good cipher. I can cipher. <laughs> Pass me to sixth grade. I'm Jethro Bodine for all you Beverly Hillbilly fans. Speaking of hillbillies, I've been quoting Joe Dirt a lot recently. <sighs> I, I, I don't know why. I just, it's one of those movies that's just so quotable. I can see down your shirt. <laughs> and you, show me them. Yeah. <laughs> we have a guy, there's a guy at work that anytime anybody brings, hey, have you seen this movie? We just, we just quit asking because he is not seeing anything, literally anything. And so he thinks. I don't thinks, know if that's the correct way to use literally, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm when you, and I would not say literally, except for the fact that when you go, hey, have you seen this? Nope. Nope. But he knows like the actors in it. I'm just, okay. <laughs> But how can you know the actors and stuff you've never seen? It's almost I mean, like you think possible. It, he thinks that's going to get him away from actually not knowing what's going on in the movie or something. But <laughs> next time you talk to him, tell him number one thing for homework is Ghost Dad. He needs to watch that. It is um, pretty much the best movie ever made. Uh, oh, you know what I forgot to mention earlier when we were talking about Hellboy? Guess who's in Hellboy? Which really, really made me happy. But I'm not really sure what part she plays. I think I'm going to have to IMDb this again. Uh, Liz Sherman, I think, is the character she's playing based off of the trailer. Uh, but what's the what's the name of the – I always forget her name because it's so complicated. From Resident Evil, Yublanova or something? I'm Zahatsa. Is that her name? I have no idea. <laughs> but she's in Hellboy and Resident Evil 3, bringing back an old joke, Greatest movie of all time, except for Ghost Dad. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were actually gonna we were like me and this other me and me and this guy were we were gonna give him both of us were gonna chip in a dollar fifty so he would actually go to YouTube and buy Joe Dirt so we could watch Joe Dirt and actually get a few jokes this week. So yeah, yeah, no, it's it's good stuff. I'm sorry that was a major derailing of the conversation. HeroClicks one on Twitter said, "I want some range slash defensive weapons." I didn't read EarthX. I would like to see items like a pin particle suit that lets you choose your size. Doesn't the pin particles themselves like let you choose your size? I thought it did, either giant size or, or tiny. Yeah, I guess it should do colossal if it doesn't. I can't remember what it does right now. I never got my hands on it, which is really disappointing because he's one of my favorite characters. I never even saw one in real life. Wah, wah. Okay, uh, so... I'm sorry. On the on the Facebooks, Tim Sear says the celestial seed, which oh, the, with the celestial seed, yeah. Without the gardener, I don't know how we're gonna get that. Well, the, the celestial seed isn't that what gets put into planets by the celestials, and that is why uh, Galactus exists. He is the cosmic balance that goes to planets to cull them so that more celestials don't overtake the entire universe. With like the life seed and the death seed and the magic Something beanstalk like and I don't know you're talking about like a billion years of comics it gets convoluted after a while. Uh, he, Hero clicks one there was still a little bit more on his answer. Um, Hawkeye's bow would also be awesome if it could give you between eight and ten range and range combat excerpt, but only if you already had a range value. I can see that uh, giving range to characters that don't. I mean there's a lot of reason there's a lot of characters that don't have range for a reason because if they did. They would be too OP. Like, uh, what, what was my fool's gold last episode? Rose Red. 
Rose Red has zero range and uh, that really awesome poison power. Uh, somebody yeah. else was, there was, you know, you guys mentioned it first, but somebody else brought it up on another, something else I was listening to. They brought it up as well. That, that same. Yeah. Yeah, that's because we are actually the best, and people listen to us, and then they copy our stuff. It's uh, mimicry is the most sincere form of flattery, so I'm not even going to be upset about it. Yeah, you, you're happy as you're happy as all get out because of that. I think I'm just delirious from the fever. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you, if you guys don't understand, like if you would have heard him before we started and what he sounds like now, he's doing he's doing a great job for you guys. So. Why we're here? <laughs> Kudos to you, brother. I did a thumbs up. You can't see it. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> um, do you have another answer? Uh, I am out on the Facebooks. All right, I got two more. One is from Vigilante Collectible. He said, "Here's a random one. I love this one so much because it is so awesome. Random. Electro's Power Pack, which he linked a comic that is clearly from like the '90s. It looks so stupid." So Electro with the gigantic, like, yellow things on his face that they kind of got rid of for a while in the comics. He's got these, like – do you know the character uh, – not Morph. Oh, no, it's that X-Men character. He can turn his arms into anything he wants, and he always turns them into these huge guns. I can't remember. Uh. Stu- it's super stupid. Anyway, uh, Electro has the exact same thing <laughs> in this. Because it was the 90s, and you have to put patches and more guns and bigger guns on everything. Even the characters that don't need guns – Included in this picture that he linked is Vulture with guns. Mysterio with guns. <laughs> Why? Because guns were cool in the 90s. Well, in the 90s, you also could not have ankles. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's very true. Uh, Lee Field made sure of that. Um, so he also said Captain America's first triangle shield, which would be very interesting. Uh, this one blew my mind. Nick Fury's eye patch. <laughs> You know, what? one of my favorite comics is the uh, – I think it's like X-Men Annual number 7 when the Impossible Man goes around and he's doing the, the scavenger hunt and he actually steals Nick Fury's eye patch, what among other things. What did do? Well, <laughs> Nick Fury was actually in the middle of some, some business. <laughs> he just Whoa. pops into his bedroom and takes his eye patch. And yeah, like, he does. <laughs> You only need one eye for that. That's fine. <laughs> hey, legitimately, though, there is a history in the game of Heroclix of creating objects that don't help you but hurt your opponent. So maybe Nick Fury's eye patch could hurt your opponent. Like, it's like the, my, minus one from their range or something stupid. The uh, life jacket, not the life jacket, the straight jacket is the item I'm thinking of where your opponent <laughs> couldn't do damage with close combat attacks. It was really funny. Yeah, from the Deadpool set. Yeah, I used to put those on um, – I'd give them to Quicksilver, and then I'd make Quicksilver run up and give them to people that I didn't want to attack me, and I always thought it was super funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And it's flavorful too because Quicksilver could get over there and put you in one before you get up to him. That makes sense. Uh, last thing that uh, – that, uh, oh, man, Vigilante Collectible said was goblin gliders. That would actually be a really cool idea. Goblin pumpkin bombs. Are, yeah, pumpkin bombs. There's lots of stuff that you could put from just Norman Osborn and the other goblins, the hobgoblins, and the numerous iterations of them that they've made over the years. You could get um, Hobgoblin's flaming sword of death. That was kind of cool for a while. On the the, the uh, Amazing Spider-Man, like, was it the Prime or something like that? That piece looks looks really good. Yeah, just cut off all of those and put yeah. on a new base and make it an item. You're good, object, whatever. You're good. The last 
Uh, answer that I have on the Twitter is from Alan John Wilkinson, which we have not heard from this guy in a while. Alan, I'm pretty, I'm like 99% sure is British, so he probably pronounces it like Hero Clicks. <laughs> Cheerio, but we're happy he's back. We're happy he's, <laughs> he's back. Like, and I'm done listening to them again. Whatever tablet uh, Gwenpool keeps her comic collection on these days, uh, that would be interesting and be like a kind of like a pick a power thing because Gwenpool, she breaks the fourth wall all the time. More serious answer, and this was quite honestly, it was one of my favorite answers this whole week. Icers. If you're not familiar with Icers, that is from the Agents of Shield TV show. It was created in the first season by uh, Fitz, and it's basically just it would just be in cap. And he said for ranged in cap characters with the Shield keyword get a discount. I I would say you should be like just add it to your team for free if you have like a Shield keyword character because I think it's. So funny. It would just be range in cap. It's not going to do anything other, like other than that. Yeah, if you're running Dum Dum Dugan, it should be free. Agreed. All right. Well, that's all we have as far as answers on the community Tuesday's question. We did get a an actual question, which we get from time to time, directed at us on Twitter from HeroClicks1. Said, which ID card theme would you like to see them make the most? Mine would be cloak as a call-in battery. Something thematic like Secret Avengers. I wonder which Secret Avengers he's actually talking about. Multiple iterations, some of which I really liked, some of which I did not like at all. Uh, the one with, like, Nick Fury Jr. and Hawkeye on it, that was garbage. But but the one with uh, with Cloak on it was pretty sweet. Yeah, it's actually funny. Uh, a friend of mine was just asking me if, I could, if he could borrow Cloak and Dagger from the original, uh, from the Amazing Spider-Man set because he's running, running, running Runaways tomorrow. But I would yeah. like to see, like, Runaways, New Mutants, um, you know, of course, it's me, Power Pack. Got to go there. Got to go there. I knew that was coming. You also, knew it. you said it before the show started, so I knew that was doubly coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I try to, I try to, I mean, they're forgotten here. They're, like, the Runaways are stealing their thunder, and I'm not happy about it. They were, like, the original Runaways, a group of four kids that had no business having powers. That ended up with powers because yeah. why? Because it was during a time period when kid comics actually sold. And it was back in the time period when I feel like I well that and you can go to eBay and get like a complete run of it for like twenty bucks. So oh, that must be garbage. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter's reading it. <laughs> oh, right on. She like it? She does. She does. I, I remember you guys were making fun of me because I knew who Jim and the holograms was because I have girls. Um, but hey, yeah, well, she, no, she likes it. Yeah, she also uh, all fault. <laughs> she reads uh, Jim and the Holograms, and she reads. Uh, she also, I got her a bunch of ElfQuest from back in the mid '80s and stuff like that. Oh, I've seen those. Like when you show up at like random comic book shops and you're just sifting through boxes. I've seen ElfQuest a lot. Yeah, uh, it's up there with the Camelot 2000 or whatever it was that every comic book store has too many of, but. Uh, but no, she actually, um, comic books and stuff like that, she, uh, wasn't a good reader when she was younger. And then we just found stuff that she liked, so we would just feed it to her. And now she's an amazing, you know, she's, she like writes her own stuff. I mean, she's 14 now too, but, um. So you're saying Hooked on Phonics done good for her though? Not you, but her. Yep, eyes can read, but she can read. Right on. All right. <laughs> okay, so Power Pack from Chris. My answer would actually be. A DC answer, shocker. It's DC now. It it was not DC at the time, but that's gonna be the Authority. I love the Authority. I love them so much. It was just this 
group of way overpowered godlike figures that just altered the world how they see fit and it was so good and i really like jenny sparks as a character just like this super awesome british leader she was just so cool to me i really liked her i liked her powers and then i really love apollo and midnighter and i really love their relationship in the comics as well they're so cool and i thought they did a really funny job of just like ripping off the idea of superman and batman and i, I can't remember is it ellis warren ellis that wrote that I, I, it's been a while so i can't remember but i would really like to see the authority um i don't know if we'll ever get them remade in hero clicks but it would be really cool to see id cards made so that it would kind of force whiz kids to make the click like newer version of the clicks because some of them were just over costed like the doctor was not that good i wanted him to be good but he was kind of garbage I wonder if they could make, like, if they do make, say, like, they make the cloak, or make cloak, if they could make it so, kind of like with the um, round table, so, like, there's little slots in his in his capes, like, you can actually slide the card in there and stuff like that. Or if we could find, like, delivery systems for the cards, like, a little bit, but, like, the Blackbird-ish, but actually, like, put the physical card on there. Hey, any, any more, th- well, I don't know, because I've often said things, like, I don't want items that are off of the map you know and i feel like that would be opening up back to the time period where they're like resources and everything off the map yeah i don't know i i like the idea of it but i just like being able to see everything on the map and you know sometimes you miss stuff that is pushed off to the side you just think like because people when they're playing hero clicks they put their drinks to the side and their tackle boxes and you may not just notice like oh yeah i forgot that he has the book of the skull over there so, well, and uh, that's and that's one of the reasons why like our our game shop is just basically like, put the figures on the map, let's play with what's on the map, you know, more than equipment, relic, resources, that kind of sure. stuff. And, and and believe me, because it makes it makes making teams a lot a lot easier to, for me as well. So, well, the, truth be told, it's just as bad when you have object equipment. So initially, yeah, it's on the map. The second they pick it up, you can't see it anymore, and then you forget that. So-and-so has flurry or whatever. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I hope, hopefully that answers your question. And uh, let's move on. We actually have uh, Jedi Legends Heroclix tip of the week. Help you, I can. <laughs> Take you to your destination, I will. This is a really simple one this week. He even says, a nice simple one this week. <laughs> Sidestep is free, meaning you can move on every turn. Got two tokens? No matter. Take another two steps. For free! Trivia note, this is my favorite power. I have a, the, my friend Dustin, I talk about him a lot. He's a pretty new player still, even though you guys have heard me talk about him. Uh, he's got daughters too. They play soccer, so he doesn't get to play every week. But he came from playing the game War Machine, which order of activations really mattered. And once you moved a character, it was done. And so there's so many times he gets frustrated because like a, par- a character will do this, then they're gonna like, oh, now I'm gonna outwit, now I'm gonna sidestep, now I'm gonna prob, now I'm gonna perplex. But they're the free actions are kind of like off activations, and so he kind of forgets about them sometimes. So I get it. Now free actions are good things. Agreed. And unfortunately, he has that drilled into his head at this point that you can't do anything after you move. He's got to break out of that because I mean that, that's really gonna hurt his game. No, he's uh, he's really picking it up, uh, making some really good teams. Uh, a lot of times, I mean, I'm the same way sometimes. Like, if I can just remember everything my characters do, 
I feel like I had a good day because there's times oh. I'm like, man, why didn't I, I, I had a perplex I forgot about or something. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, that was a short and simple one. Uh, we have, I think one more thing really in the community. Um, when we do get birthdays on the podcast. Um, so if you have someone at your local venue, maybe it's yourself uh, that plays hero clicks, you want to give them a shout out on the podcast. Just let us know whose birthday it is, when it is, and we will give you a shout out on the podcast because you guys are part of the truly international Dial H community, and we really appreciate that. Our man from Japan, Malcolm Rush, uh, his birthday is tomorrow, which is going to be the 23rd of December. So let's give him the official Dial H for Hero Clicks. Happy Arabian birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> with the international dateline is it his birthday right now mm, i think they're ahead of us so yeah actually it is so happy birthday hey <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's just something additionally we like to do for you guys see if we can get you through the week with the week that's what we do here um let's see a little bit of cleanup just for i guess the foreseeable future it is the 22nd of december um i'm getting actually ready to go travel so i don't think that i'm going to be on the next episode so hopefully calder can lambast that by himself um i'm going to virginia i'm going to be in the hampton and norfolk area of virginia to visit jaylene my wife's parents and family so if you are anywhere near there um i am going to be bored I'm assuming because there's nothing really to do there during the day. If you want to meet up, we can at least go out to eat or something like that. I'd like to do a Dial H meetup. So um, message us on Twitter, on Facebook, whatever. Just let us know, and I'll see what I can do about that. I don't know if there is going to be another episode in the month of December. Calder and I, we are a little bit out on communication right now. We're not fighting or anything. Uh, we're just uh, – a lot of stuff is going on with the holiday season, and – Calder and I don't fight. Come on. Let's be honest. We're like best friends. Uh, but I, I, as soon as I get back from Virginia, I'm basically going on my honeymoon. I'm going to be gone for two weeks. I don't know when I'm going to be back on the podcast. So uh, hopefully – and well, I, I don't say hopefully. I know that Calder can keep everything running on track because uh, he's a good dude and he knows what he's doing. And if you would like to be on the podcast, uh, just get a hold of one of us and we'll see what we can do. Um, we're still going to, I'm still going to be posting community Tuesdays questions and stuff like that when I get service and stuff, but I, I'm going on a cruise down around the Panama canal. So I don't know when I'm going to have access to my phone. <laughs> so that is, there's that. Um, I think lastly, I just want to personally say that since this is my last episode of the year, I mean, I'm going to be back in, in January, but, uh, I just want to sincerely thank a couple people. One is Calder uh, for all of the work that he's done with me over the couple of years that we've been doing the podcast. Uh, it's really meant a lot to me. He also sent me a Christmas present this week, and I got it in the mail. It was the um, Gladiator and Manta OP. Not, what was it? Is an OP kit or whatever? The newer ones, the LEs that came out. I was super excited to get that in the mail, so thank you very much, man. Uh, I also got another uh christmas present in the mail already from uh citizen jeff polier 
and he sent me a couple of the Avengers that I was missing, uh, namely Dr. Voodoo and Synapse, so I really appreciate that a lot. And I think um, I just lastly wanted to say personally is just um, I hope you guys have a sincerely happy holidays, happy Christ Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and happy New Year uh, in case I don't see you for a while. So that's that's it. That's all I got. So the only thing I've got is uh, tomorrow's our Hero Clicks Day. I'm actually going to play Swarm for the first time tomorrow from the uh, from the Deadpool and X Force set. So I hope that's fun. Um, uh, talking about the Dial H for Hero Clicks sponsor, if you guys look at their Hero Clicks right now, uh, they've got a lot of stuff in stock. So if you guys get some extra Christmas money, you might want to throw it that direction. I have like 29 things on my wish list, and 26 of them are available. So. And a lot of them are like zombies and hard to find stuff. So they've got some good stuff going on over there. So check those guys out. Right on. Thank you, Chris. I very much appreciate you coming on the podcast as always like you do. Yeah, and Merry Christmas to all the listeners and stuff. Happy New Year and all that good stuff. And thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Right on. Well, as always, Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. And uh, unlike our regular outro, I think I want to play this song because of uh, the festive. Festive time. Appreciate you guys, and I'll talk to you later. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot? And days of old Langsine For old Langsine, dear For old Langsine We'll talk a cup, oh, kindness, yeah